Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley's on special assignment. He's got a guy digging in his mouth today. Gosh dang. I think that's Wisdom. okay to talk about. No, it's okay. Yeah, of course it is. It's yeah. not life-threatening surgery or anything. No, 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 no. This time, it, 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 this is actually going to go. Last time he had to be out, he thought he was going to be able to get a filling because uh, a filling fell out, and the, then the dentist apparently looked at him and said, you know what, if we put a filling in there, the tooth is just going to rot it out anyway, so let's just yank the thing. So yeah. they're they're yanking it today. So, uh, yeah. It's, so it, it's wisdom teeth, yeah. Yeah, wisdom teeth. So hopefully we'll get a good drugged-up Jamie Markley either video that his wife will take. Please, if you're listening, please, please, please take that video. Um, but otherwise, of him just, you know, being out of his mind high. Uh, anyway, we got a lot of news uh, to get. I, you know what? I've known him for 30 years. I've seen that before. You've seen him? Had nothing to do with the dentist trip either. Just, right. You know, just so you know. So Joe Biden approved several airstrikes in Yemen uh, against the Iran-backed Houthi group. Not Houthi and the Blowfish. It's no. uh, Houthi and the Blow Ships because uh, the Houthis are hijacking ships in the Red Sea, not to mention bombing American military assets there and elsewhere in the Middle East. Now, I've seen, you know, Republicans and not all Republicans. I mean, it's it's a few Republicans uh, and a few Democrats have pushed back against this, saying it's unconstitutional. It's this terrible thing. I don't see it that way personally. I don't know if I have a super hot take. I mean, but to me, I, I, I'm like, well, yeah, what kind of what took you so long? Right. You know, the the Houthis are a violent terrorist organization, and they've been bombing uh, American military assets in the region, not just in the Red Sea, but elsewhere. They've been attacking, at least, buzzing with drones and whatnot. So, yeah, I mean, you got it. You can't just let that stand. And, uh, you know, Joe Biden's weakness thus far has only emboldened more attacks in my estimation. So I, you know, I, I, again, I see the freak out, the, oh, this is going to start World War Three and all of this stuff. And it's like, well... What, you're going to let the aggression stand? Yeah, I mean, exactly. To me, it doesn't make any sense. But I will say a lot of people in the Biden administration have a lot of egg on their face today. And um, it's because of things they've said in the past. Now, if you remember, right after Joe Biden took office, this was February of 2021, his administration decided to remove the Houthis from their terrorist organization list. No more. We're not. You're you're off. The, you're out of the burn book. Okay, Houthis. All right. We're going to try to work with you. Maybe send you a couple of sternly worded letters. Whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, John Kirby at the time, one of the White House spokesmen, was on CNN, and the anchor asked, "Hey, hey, you know, do you need to reconsider uh, the idea of you know not listing them as a terrorist organization anymore?" And here's some of that back and forth. We, we do have to ask this because in February of 2021, Secretary Blinken actually revoked the terror designation of the Houthis, saying in a statement that yeah. the decision was a recognition of the dire humanitarian situation in Yemen at the time. What do you make of this decision, and does it need to be reconsidered? 
a humanitarian situation which has not completely alleviated, obviously. Um, so what I can tell you is that uh, we're reviewing that designation right now. We haven't made up a decision about whether we're going to revoke it or not or change it again uh, or not. Or, or, or not. Uh, but I can tell you we're looking at that real hard. Uh, again, the Houthis have a decision to make, um, and they need to make the right one now, uh, certainly in the wake of these strikes. Uh, <laughs> okay, so geez. that was actually from today. I, I misspoke uh, about what happened in February of 2021. So I, do you ever notice this, Scott, that – the Biden administration, everybody there is always working real hard at stuff. They're always well, they, looking at stuff. Right. There's never a completion of anything. Yeah. Wake up every day thinking about it, diligently working on it. Yeah. Yet there is absolutely no end in sight to any of this. I mean, never. I, it doesn't matter what it is either, by the way. I, I, whether we're talking the border, whether we're talking inflation, no matter what we're talking about, they're working diligently on it 24-7, 365. Right. Laser focused is another good one they use. Oh, yeah. Laser focused. They've got the tool in the toolbox. Oh, that they're the same nonsense, but nothing ever gets done. Right. No. No, nothing ever really gets in done. In other words, you could never run even a hardware store like this yeah, and it, get by with it. You couldn't. No. And, and, and to me, I think if you're willing to bomb... Their facilities, training facilities, et cetera, if you're willing to bomb them, then why wouldn't you just immediately say, you know what, we're calling them a terrorist organization? Well, because sure. they've been acting an awful lot like a terrorist organization, haven't they? Right. So what is the working real hard? We're going to look real hard at that. Okay. I have no idea. What, what more evidence do you need? Right. right. If you're I mean, willing what are you to, waiting to see? If you're willing to bomb them. Yeah, at singling them out as an organization, not bombing a nation, but bombing their facilities, then clearly uh, they have done something that has irked you, and maybe they've done something that's terroristic in nature. I don't know. I'm not a fancy military guy. I'm just saying common <laughs> sense would dictate that you consider them a terrorist organization these days. Anyway... I did think this was funny. This is making the rounds. I don't know if you saw this. We don't have to listen to the whole clip. It's a longer one. Um, but it's Joe Biden in January of 2020, right after the Trump administration turned uh, former terrorist-in-chief of Iran, Qasem Soleimani, into Hormel Chile. Oh, yeah. Remember that? He, he yeah. stepped outside of the borders of Iran. He was in Baghdad. And the U.S. had said, hey— you step outside of Iran, and we have a shot at you. We're going to take it. He called the bluff, uh, and Donald Trump was not bluffing. Bombed him. Killed him. And remember the left freaking out. This is World War III. Oh, my gosh. He's going to get us into a war with Iran in an election year. Oh, this is terrible. Yep. Well, now, or at the time, I should say, then-candidate Joe Biden gave a special address to the nation talking about how terrible this was. That Trump would kill this Qasem Soleimani guy. Yeah. Was the reward of removing a bad actor worth the risk of what comes next? We don't have evidence to suggest that Trump or anyone around him thought serious about, seriously about that calculus. It's been reported that the Pentagon, which has long warned against taking a shot like this, was shocked that Trump would take such a risk. That's been the reports. I can't verify that. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump does not have, let me make it clear, does not have the authority to go to war with Iran without congressional, congressional authorization. Without working with Congress, it is not optional. It is not an optional part of his job. Presidential notification of Congress about the need to exercise war powers 
cannot be satisfied in 280 characters <laughs> or less. What we've heard so far from this president are tweets, threats, and tantrums. You know, there, there's two things that are striking about that clip. Yeah, I, I mean, know one of them. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. One, of course, is the subject matter at hand. Yes. Right. The, the fact that uh, he's saying, hey, this was outside the bounds of law. This isn't optional. Well, I mean, you launched a large scale attack against Houthis in Yemen. And I'm not I'm not criticizing you for doing that. What I'm criticizing Joe for doing is, well, lying at the time about Donald Trump, about what he was authorized to do and when he when he did what he did with uh, Qasem Soleimani. The other thing, and this is the elephant in the room. You know, I thought he was losing a step or five, dude, in twenty twenty. Yeah, that sounds like a different guy than the president it we have right now. Absolutely does. When you hear that, you understand clearly everything that's being said, and you also understand the context, and you also understand he doesn't forget the names of the people involved. Right. He doesn't forget what he's saying. He doesn't give up on a sentence. That was three years ago. Yeah. Dude, I mean... Well, four years ago, but yeah. Four years ago. You can argue about he's not in decline and he's not a step slow and he's energetic and fiery. He isn't. And there's no more evidence than when you start to hear a clip from four years ago, yeah. three years ago, no matter what. Yeah. And, the guy has... It, it, it's over the cliff right now. Oh, yeah. I mean... It the, just is. He mumbles his way through things, slurs words. I mean, you, you can understand everything there. Yeah. It's Joe Biden. <laughs> and again, I thought that, you know, 2020 Joe Biden was obviously senile, but at least yes. there he could kind of read. Yeah, exactly. Man. It's, it's remarkable. It is. Every time you play a clip of his from his past, it gets worse yeah. when you hear today. Oh, sure it does. And yeah. for somebody to stand up there and tell us that there's nothing going on, yeah. nothing wrong, hasn't lost anything, sharp as attack, works hard, yeah. thinks about things every day. Sure. Golly, man. Yeah. yeah. But remember, it's a stutter, not senility. Oh, God. Of course not. Okay. All right. Uh, more on that a little bit later. It's a stutter that's only cured when you turn 79. <laughs> right. Exactly. And it's cured. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, another Democrat has gone full-on handmaid's tale. I don't know if you heard about this. While talking about the illegal immigrant crisis in this country, Democrats keep doing this. And they don't. I, they can't fully hear what they say, right? They they got. I don't know if they're just being honest and think, well, yeah, everybody knows this, but uh, this is Jerry Nadler, lovingly referred to as Captain Nads on this yeah. show, uh, talking about why we need more illegal immigrants. We need immigrants in this country. Forget the fact that the farm that our our, our vegetables would rot in the ground if it weren't if they weren't being picked by many immigrants, many illegal immigrants. The fact is that the birth rate in this country is way below replacement level, which means our population is going to start shrinking. And the ratio of people on Social Security and Medicare is going to increase relative to the number of people supporting them. So there you go. All right, illegal immigrants, start cranking out babies so that you can support senior citizens, all right? Holy smokes. I hadn't heard that before. <laughs> Holy cow. It is. I mean, is somebody going to call him out on that as racist? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, once again, it's par for the course. It's Democrats wanting their slaves again, 
but I, it, this is wow. crazy. For all the talk of man-made stale, I mean, this, this is actually yet another Democrat. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez did the same thing, uh, what was that, a year or so ago? Yeah. Said, yeah, we got, we got a declining birth rate in this country. We need these illegals to start popping out kids. Well, and everybody that was calling things the great replacement theory. Right. Now, all of a sudden, Jerry Nadler's saying, well, yeah, that's exactly yeah, what's that, going on here. That's what we, we need. need that. And we need that. And again, for all the weeping and wailing of Handmaid's Tale, you're saying that we need to import a population with the explicit purpose of providing servitude and babies. Sure sounds that way. Boy, that's a little. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to break out the old robe. All right. I'm going to show up tomorrow. I'm going to, well, on Monday, I'm going to show up wearing the red the red robe there, looking dour. Yes. This is to. America now. Handmaid's Tale has no arrived. Smiling. No smiling or humor allowed. Mm, yes. Golly. I'm literally shaking. Wow. All right. Coming up, uh, I mean, we got a lot to get to. Of course, following all the updates with the bombing in Yemen. Uh, also, San Francisco liberals are mad that Safeway shut down a store. You got to hear this. Coming up next. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Jackson Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck, buck here, a buck, buck there, here, a buck, there, a buck, everywhere, a buck, buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. You never know what's going to happen from one day to the next. That's why it's so important to plan ahead. Start the new year with Policy Genius. Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies. In just a few clicks, you can find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed, award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Save time and money and give your family a financial safety net with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley's on special assignment. He's getting a tooth yanked out today. Jeez. I thought he would go to a doctor for that, but apparently um, it's just his cousin Eddie 
<laughs> going out in the barn with a pair of channel locks and just yank those things. Well, you put a string around it, and then you yeah. put the rest of the string around the bumper of the Dodge pickup, yeah. and you gun it, and it right. just yanks it right out. That's, so, yeah, that, yeah that, that's how you do it. I mean, that's yes, really of course. no yes. fuss, no muss. You know? No, it's not a, not a big bill either. Yeah, you know? go, go back in there. Of course, we're following. A couple of, bu- couple, yeah. a couple of uh, Pabst Blue Ribbons, and he's done. Yeah. <laughs> of course, we're following the developments in the Middle East as uh, Joe Biden uh, approved and launched airstrikes against Houthis uh, in Yemen. The Houthis are the Iran-backed militia uh, that is uh, basically having a blockade in the Red Sea uh, to target Israel to try to make as much noise as possible, and and also not just to act as a terrorist organization, which they are, but in order to try to increase their sphere of influence as well, because they see themselves as the legitimate government of Yemen. So, I mean, there's a it's lot a very of very well-funded militia. Very, very well-funded. I got to tell you, because yeah. when you think of militias, you don't think about what they have. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, your, your garden variety militia ain't got all this. Yeah, right. Exactly. But uh, so we'll be following all of that. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Safeway is the latest retailer to bail out of a section of San Francisco due to, well, you know why. Yeah, theft. Yeah, crime and safety issues. Yes, of course. They actually put gates up inside the store to try to prevent people from running out with, like, cartloads of stuff. But that didn't work. And so Safeway is saying, okay, well, we're going to have to pull out uh, of this neighborhood. Now, liberals say the company's being greedy. There's one activist who was saying, well, what, you're going to just have decades of profits off of these people and then just leave because it's hurting your bottom line? Yeah, that's how yeah. <laughs> that's how this works. Of you know? course. Uh, and anyway, though, liberals are saying the company's being too greedy. The city needs to stop it. Uh, here's one of the activists who showed up to the council meeting this week. And there is a term, I'll admit, I have not heard before, but it's incredible. Scott, I don't know if you've I'm heard all this ears. clip yet. All right, I'm ready. It is not only unconscionable, it is cruel, it is mean. It is disheartening to think that we have to come here in 2024 to defend food, um, food justice. Food justice. Yeah. I don't know what food justice is, but I mean, that's that's sounds like a bunch of communist nonsense. But it's a Taylor Sheridan three part series. Yeah. Food justice. Food justice. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, mean, listen, here's the thing, man. Peep, they, and I hear about this in other cities too. They talk about food deserts. We got this food desert. Somebody comes in, spends money to get it up and running, get robbed blind, close it in six months, and people are pissed. Yeah. What do you want them to do? Give it away every day? I mean, that that's the only plausible explanation. You can't you can't do this and run a business. You can't. No. Yeah. And that- I realize there's people that are gonna suffer. I'm sure there are. People, legitimate people who go in and actually pay for stuff. But the idea that these people are just cruel and heartless and big business overlords and all this garbage is ridiculous. I, you know, I just wish they would spend one-tenth of their energy that they spend attacking either the city or the companies that decide this is no longer worth the investment. I wish they would spend one-tenth of that energy calling out the animals who ruin it for everybody. Because, right, exactly. look, in this particular section of San Francisco, there's a very high rate of senior citizens. That was the closest store. That's also their pharmacy and bank. And so, yeah, that that sucks for them. It really sucks for them. 
I guess you shouldn't have been all on board with defund the police then. No. I mean, that's the thing. is Innocent people suffer because criminals love it when communists get in charge of a city. And chances are very likely the people that own this said, hey, listen, we can't keep this up. Right. I mean, it, and, and was ignored, and there you go. Yeah. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. Uh, biggest story of the day today, uh, probably on the world stage, is the, uh, uh, the airstrikes in Yemen uh, that were unleashed by the Biden administration and also working with our partners in the United Kingdom. Uh, and the fallout from that, we're hearing a lot of reaction uh, to that. Of course, the border is also a huge story. Um, and I don't know if you've seen what's happened at the state of Texas. There's a section of Riverfront in Eagle Pass. The state of Texas says, that's our spot now. Border Patrol, you can't come in. Exactly. We're going we're gonna to start arresting people for uh, trespassing uh, right now. Sorry, feds. You can get your stuff, but you're not coming in here. And hit the road. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get to that and much more and a round of What's Your Story coming up next. Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is on special assignment. He's getting a tooth yanked out. Oh, the state of Texas is doing something interesting. They are, uh, they have cordoned off a section of the southern border near Eagle Pass at the riverfront. And they have said only state officials can be in this area, which means they're turning around Border Patrol. And th- this is going to This is going to be interesting to watch this play out. The Biden administration is already making its appeal to the Supreme Court to try to put a stop to this. But to me, I mean, Greg Abbott's just saying, look, you guys aren't doing the job, so we're going to start arresting people for trespassing. Right. And uh, then we'll put them into the system, but we can't just have a bunch of people walking into the country and getting, you know, checking a box or two and then going on their way. We can't do this anymore. Yeah, what are you supposed to do, man, if you're Greg Abbott? What, and what's his responsibility right. to the people that elected him? Yeah, and they, they've been... keep them safe. Yeah, they, they've been making uh, trespassing arrests for, uh, for several months now. At this point now, it's like, okay, we're, we're done with Border Patrol being told to interfere with us. Right. And it, to me, it really sucks, uh, you know, that, that it got to this situation. I, I'm not complaining about what Greg Abbott did. It's more, I, I feel really bad for the men who are there on the ground who have to deal with this crazy uh, higher-up pissing contest that's been going on. I mean, because, I mean, there are men and women in the Border Patrol who do a fine job, want to do their job effectively. Their hands are being tied. There are people within the Texas uh, Department of Public Safety who are doing a great job. They want to do the best they can, but they keep getting shunned because the higher-ups in the federal government tell them they can't do their jobs. So, you know, ultimately the guys on the ground are going to have to figure this out. And, I mean, that sucks that not everybody can be on the same page, that what's happening and what's been happening for nearly three years now is not sustainable for the country, much less the state of Texas. No. 
It's already past that point in Texas. Yeah, you, you and has been for a while. Right, you can't do that anymore. I mean, in, well, what do you want them to do? I mean, in San Antonio, for a couple of years, they've had this. Uh, there's a major thoroughfare called uh, San Pedro. There's an old energy company building that's been a migrant shelter for a couple of years now. They're expanding where they're putting the migrants. They're putting them in the airport, uh, and not, I mean, and then a lot of the people just wind up kind of hanging out on the streets at bus stations and, and all of this until they can figure out where they're going to go. You know, and that's just one example. For all of the complaining that we hear out of New York and Chicago and Denver and elsewhere, you know, it's kind of like, hey, look what, look what these cities have been dealing with. Not to mention Eagle Pass or Del Rio or any other smaller border community, what they've had to deal with for the last three years. It's it, and and now you you're gonna have this this whole uh, uh, back and forth between the federal government and the state of Texas because the state of Texas wants to actually do something about it. Well, and then I read today too where they've got this uh, all these uh, these apartment complexes going up in Maine to house illegals. Yeah, brand new apartment complexes going up, and, and I say to myself, you know, how can we as voters? dealing with our own homeless issues and our own unhoused issues deal with this and not feel resentful at some level and say wait a minute what are we doing here yeah. i'm paying for this i i, I think it shouldn't even be happening yeah i think the resentment is out there and i think it's growing and i, and I do too look if if the republican party had any brains left at a leadership level no they would be going out there and letting people know, hey, we've wanted to stop this for a long time. And Democrats have been blocking it, taking everybody to court who wants to put an end to it uh, that they can. And, you know, it's one thing. You can do the whole uh, no human is illegal when the flow of illegal immigrants into your community is just a trickle right. or non-existent at all. It's easy to have that when you don't have to deal with the reality. Well, now a lot of these voters are dealing with the reality. They're seeing their communities where city leaders, state leaders are having to bend over backwards, spending millions of dollars to take care of these people when the federal government won't do a damn thing about it. So it's time, really. I mean, you got you to have somebody going into places, into these neighborhoods in Chicago and all of this saying, hey, you want to put a stop to this chaos? Change your voting habits. Hey, can I register you to vote? Well, exactly. I mean, that. I, I don't know what you're waiting for if you're not doing it already. But, I, again, that, that and, may and be again, asking too you much. Think, if you think no matter where you are right now, if you're listening to this show, no matter where you are right now, that it can't happen in your community or it's not coming to your community, you're yeah. mistaken. Because these big city mayors are going to start trickling stuff out. They're already doing it. Oh, heck yeah, they are. Meanwhile, the governor of New York wants to crack down on organized retail theft. Apparently, they've had enough there. Really? Kathy Hochul. Now, Kathy Hochul pushed for the cashless bail policy and also pushed to lower the penalties for shoplifting. That's right. And now she's out there going, hey, we got a problem. I don't know what happened here, but, boy, apparently taking cops off the streets and, I don't know, getting rid of most, if not all, consequences for breaking the law, apparently that leads to lawlessness. Weird. This is from her State of the State address, where now she wants to act tough about this issue. Across our nation and our state retail theft has surged, creating fear among the customers and the workers. Thieves brazenly tear items off the shelves and menace employees. 
Owners go broke replacing broken windows and stolen goods, driving many out of business. These attacks are nothing more than a breakdown of the social order. I say no more. Well, who broke it? Of course. <laughs> it's like you, Kathy Hochul and her Democrat pals broke the social order. They Yes. And, and when anybody said, hey, this is a bad idea of cashless bail, lowering penalties for, uh, 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 for shoplifting, for theft, for assault, for all of these other things. When we said, hey, that's a bad idea, we got called racist for it. That's right. I mean, you're you're reaping what you've sown. I mean, th- I don't know h- another way to put it. There isn't another way to put it. <laughs> I mean, there isn't. It, it, I've said the same thing. This comes to a surprise. Yeah. I mean, did you did you honestly think that it, crime was going to go down? That the, theft was going to stop? I think they did. That all of a sudden people would have developed moral compasses of some kind? Well, they don't. Right. Yeah, I, I, I think the next part of that statement should have been, and uh, I know I can't crack down on this effectively, so I'm resigning. That's what it should yeah. have been. I just want one of these liberals to take responsibility for what they've done to their cities or their states. One of them to say, you know what? All the people I said were white supremacists and, and racists for saying, hey, you got to lock up criminals. I'm sorry. I was wrong. I'll never listen to the left-wing activist class ever again. And, I'll start and we're going to do our very best to rectify those mistakes starting today, starting yeah, you, right now. You want to have a national conversation about reparations. I mean, maybe the state yeah. needs to start paying out to these people who've been victimized by these soft-on-crime, pro-criminal yeah. policies. Guy who sunk his life savings into a business that was ruined. How about him? Yeah. How about them? Right. So, Jeez. yeah, it, 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 it is just crazy. All right, All it's right. that time of the show. Uh go around the table and we talk about a story that caught our attention may not be the biggest story of the day but uh, you wanted to share it with the rest of the class all right scott what is your story today well you know those big electronic uh highway signs that convey a message you see them all over the place oh yeah states in particular telling drivers blah 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 you know and some of them are humorous sometimes they're funny right dad joke kind of way well, the federal government wants that message to be less humorous and more serious. And by God, we're going to stop them. That's right. That's what they're going to do now. Uh, drivers traveling in Maine on a highway this long holiday weekend saw some pretty good messages that were up. And people have filled in the blanks in a lot of them. For instance, uh, Aunt Clara got me this for Christmas. Yeah. was on one of the boards. You know, other messages in terms of the... But the Federal Highway Administration now... And Pete Boot Ed, 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 Edge has said, we've had enough of this stuff because it confuses people, David. It, it confuses them. Yes. Yes, it confuses. Because they may not know the reference. They may not get the reference. They may not know what it's about. Although everybody on the planet does for the most part. And also it distracts them while they're driving, while they're reading the sign. Well, it, no matter what, technically it distracts you because it, it lets you know what's would. going on. Going on, right. But... I, but uh, now there's I'm going to tell you something. There's nothing else going on at the transportation secretary's right, de- right now. Zero. Yeah, he nothing has nothing else on his plate. Yeah. So now he's moved on to making sure the only fun thing about driving long ways on interstates are these signs. <laughs> and he's yeah. going to take that away from us. Yeah, I don't mind it. I mean, they're like uh, before the Red River shootout or the Red River rivalry. That's the big uh 
University of Oklahoma, University of Texas matchup every year. Uh, one year they had signs up that said, horns up, phones down. Right. Is that really that confusing? Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> distracting? Oh, my gosh. Horns up? What do the horns up mean? Oh, no. You know, is that pesky problem of airplane doors flying off? Yeah. Well, <laughs> who cares about that? We got. I think this year I saw one that said, uh, mashed potatoes, not your head. Buckle up. <laughs> See? That's funny. Yeah, that's fine. That, to me, is a great thing to use. But right. Of course, you can't have any fun with these people. No, you, you so. can't. Anyway. No. Laughter is not in their playbook. Oh, they don't understand do laughter. They don't nothing understand is, joy. Nothing is funny in this world, buddy. You're right. Joy <laughs> is not acceptable. <laughs> All right. It's What's Your Story. It's that time of the show where we do it every day this time where we go around the table and share a story that may not be the biggest news story of the day, but it caught your attention. I, I want to lighten it up a little bit. All right. All right. Ozzy Osbourne has weighed in on a cover of one of Black Sabbath's classic songs. And I did not realize that this occurred, but T-Pain covered War Pigs. T-Pain? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and I, 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 R&B singer, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I thought, well, how? Ozzy loved the cover, apparently. Well, he said, this is the best cover of War Pigs ever. He loves the royalty money. Right. Moore said, right, exactly. Yeah. Do you want to hear a little bit of it? I actually think it's pretty good. All right. I was I was kind of grimacing when I heard T Pain covers war pigs, but I, I thought it just like what you said, black master. minds that plot destruction. In the field of bodies burning As the war machine keeps turning so, I agree with Ozzy. I think this is a pretty good cover. That, I didn't know T-Pain could actually sing. I didn't either. Poisoning their brainwash mind. And he sounds so... This could be a Sabbath cover band. Yeah, I know. I yeah, he sounded a lot like. I thought it, I had the it, wrong it clip does. at first. I know he sounds a lot like Ozzy. Yeah, I thought that was pretty wow. good because usually T Pain has the the auto tune stuff going on. Yeah, I, I didn't know he actually had pipes like that. Man, T Pain needs to start a metal band. Good for him. That would be so. Ozzy loves it. Ozzy approves, and I agree with Ozzy. That was a pretty good cover. Uh, coming up, uh, do do do. What do we have here? Oh, Biden is sending out six hundred twenty million dollars for EV. Uh, purposes. <laughs> the same day it Nobody was announced. Wants them. Right, it was announced that Hertz is offloading two hundred thousand of them. Yeah. All right. We'll get to that much more. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Action Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck buck here, a buck buck there, here buck, there buck, everywhere buck buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no fee refunded advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No fee refunded advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Imagine getting ahead of your irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC by treating it with Linzess. Then you could start proactively managing your constipation with belly pain and get ahead of your symptoms. Talk to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. 
Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine what could relief from IBSC mean for you. Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is out today. He'll be back on Monday. Scott, you mentioned yesterday that Hertz was going to be selling 20,000 electric vehicles. Yeah, they, they don't want them in their yeah. fleet. Yeah, Nobody wants them. They're shifting back to gas-powered yeah. cars because there's weak demand and high repair costs. Right. There's And, and nobody wants them in the high repair. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So Who wants these things? Right. So they're going to offload these things, move back to gas-powered vehicles because those right. are things that people are more comfortable driving, and it's cheaper to maintain them right now. Um, and on that same day, as that news was breaking... The Biden administration announced it's giving $623 million in grants to create electric vehicle charging points in the United States. God almighty. Just uh, stop. Yeah. So you've You're got, forcing a product on the people that, that, that quite clearly don't want it. Yeah. So the grants uh, will be distributed to 47 EV charging stations across 22 states and Puerto Rico. And uh, also 7,500 new EV charging stations. They're saying, hey, part of the problem is we don't have the infrastructure to support this. Well, that's that's all fine and good, but you also just don't have the demand for it right now because they're expensive. No, exactly. So, they're, ex they're expensive. Bottom line, they're expensive. Yeah, th this really is a perfect example of, of why central planning is a terrible way to run a government and an economy. Yep. Because they have been putting their thumb on the scale constantly for the last three years trying to get people to buy a product that they don't want. And a lot of companies, a lot of auto manufacturers have seen dollar signs from the federal government, and they said, sure, we'll switch over manufacturing capacity to electric vehicles. Why not? And then they're shutting down production lines because the demand just isn't there. Car dealerships are saying, well, no, no, we're going to, uh, we don't really want them because we can't move the products. You know, you can offer a bunch of tax credits, that's fine, but uh, when you're paying an average of, what, fifty to $60,000 for a car, that's out of most people's budgets. I agree. I mean, I agree. You, you're, <laughs> you keep doing this, and you offer all these incentives to people who are making them. Yeah. So they continue to make them at a loss. Their lots are full of them because nobody wants them. Yeah. 
what are we talking about here? No. You know, again, you create, you, you, you build the infrastructure, and then, only then, do you start the development of these vehicles. Yeah. Once you can convince a consumer that I can go 200 miles and be able to reload, yeah. until I, then, you, you, you don't have anything. Well, I, I, can't, I, I, I can't afford to get one of these things and drive very far. I'm freaked out. I don't know where one is. Yeah. And when I get there, I don't know if it's workable. I don't know anything. Oh, have you seen the other? There, there's one of the Ford um, electric vehicle uh, problems uh, where they keep sending, and I'm not trying to slight Ford here. I drive a Ford. No, right. But uh, they keep sending updates that don't work, so then it bricks the car. It bricks it. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. there's all these forums online because I, I didn't know if it was real or not when I saw somebody post about it. So I and sure enough, yeah, there are a lot of people saying, yeah, I get this update and it doesn't work. And I can't drive my vehicle. But it does give me a phone number for a tow truck right. and instructions for a tow truck driver. I'll pay it off in 50 years, too. Right, exactly. So, yeah, besides yeah. that, it's great. Yeah, there you go. Wise investment. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Markley, Van Camp, and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is out today getting a tooth yanked out Dang. of his skull. Yeah. Uh, well, I think he's. it's good for him that he's under the influence of heavy sedation because I think this clip might have sent him over the edge here. It might send you over the edge, Scott. I don't know. I haven't heard it yet. I, I don't know this one. So yeah. uh, there is a uh, the deputy press secretary for the White House. His name is Andrew Bates. Uh, and he did a little press giggle on Air Force One on the way to a campaign stop and said, hey, you know what? The economy's doing great. I don't know if you knew that, but here, here's, here's Andrew Bates explaining. But thanks to Bidenomics and the president's investing in America agenda, Allentown and communities nationwide are experiencing an economic pullback. As we saw yesterday, the president's economic agenda is working. Oh, God. We, we saw that inflation came in hotter than expected yesterday. Dude. <laughs> that literally happened yesterday. And look, look at the budget disaster. Once we get to, I mean, through December, now those numbers are out, too. Yeah. Trillions added to, to the, that's where, this investment crap is, is what right. you get all the time. The investments. No, it's, spend, it's spending money you don't have. On things nobody wants. Right. Nine times out of ten, that is exactly what it is. That's not helping the economy. Same thing with the jobs numbers. David, you pointed this out months ago when they started talking about this. The people that were displaced because the government told them they couldn't go to work anymore. That were hired back is the reason the numbers and job numbers are where they are today. Yeah. So knock it off with this other garbage. Yeah, basically it was snapping back to where it was before the pandemic. Yes. Which was MAGAnomics. Yes. I mean, everything that I, and I'll just repeat this again. It's a little rant, I suppose, but, um, you know, I, I said this the day that, that Joe Biden took the oath of office 
saying, hey, man, for the, for the sake of the country, I hope that everything goes okay. I really do. Um, I want this country to succeed. The best thing that Joe Biden could do in this moment is nothing. Sit back, you know, uh, cut a ribbon somewhere at a mall opening or whatever. Take credit for the economy you were handed. Not talking about the COVID economy because that was an artificial uh, artificial economic crisis. There was nothing wrong with the underlying fundamentals of the economy. There was nothing wrong uh, with, with anything going on other than the government at state levels and in some cases because of federal employees and contracts at the federal level were shut down. That's what caused it. They, they shut it down for the virus. And if you just let economic nature take its course you are going to succeed now you're not i mean really you can't take credit for it but you, you politically i'm sure he would be able to but he didn't do that instead it's let's send trillions of dollars out the door uh like you said invest in things that nobody wants let want you know let's let's hand out favors to uh political buddies of ours yeah in the green energy sector uh and electric vehicle manufacturing Let's do all of that, which actually hasn't helped at all. And now, and this isn't necessarily Biden's fault, because, I mean, there is an active war going on in the Middle East. But now, after the airstrikes that were conducted in Yemen, uh, oil tankers and other, other shipping companies have decided they are going to press pause on operations in the Red Sea. Because they don't want to get bombed. Which is going to add to the supply chain crisis. Which, by the way, earlier this week, the White House said was solved. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just, it, it's, it's mind-boggling. Again, I mean, there, there are some things that are out of his control, obviously. But everything he has done has only made the situation worse. And for them to go out there and say, hey, we've been making bold investments in America. You know, it, it just, it, they're lying. They're, they're telling you who goes and shops once or twice a week that what you're seeing on that bill at Walmart isn't real, that what you're seeing on your energy bill isn't real. If you're trying to buy a home, they're telling you the sticker shock is not real. They're just lying to you. They're the, of course they are. And then getting indignant when you say, hey, you're lying to me. And then coming around and saying, well, people just don't understand how great they have it. It's astounding. But, you know, the good but thing is... The word investment makes me crazier than anything else. Yeah. Because it's not what it is. No. It's handouts. Right. It's handouts and, I would say, money laundering. <laughs> exactly right. In a lot of ways. Um, but at least it's the most diverse failure in American history. Well, we got you that know, going We, we hear about that a lot. Yeah, that's true. Um, by the way, on that note... I don't know if you've seen this. Maybe you have. Uh, there's a guy named Matthew Lohmeyer. He was tapped to be a leader. He was a commander in the Space Force. He calls himself the first Space Force veteran because he's no longer with the Space Force. Uh, he was dismissed because he publicly criticized the Marxist ideology being pushed in the military. Now, if he were a left winger, they'd be calling him a brave whistleblower. But you can't, you know, you it, while you're serving, you can't openly uh, criticize the way that he did. So he was dismissed. He wrote a book about Marxism in the military. Uh, he testified in front of a House subcommittee yesterday. 
and I thought gave a powerful statement on the left-wing push for diversity over merit. There's nothing wrong with diversity, but the idea of putting diversity over considerations about whether or not a person can do the job is poisonous. And I just, I want to let this roll. Uh, if you want me to stop it, I didn't know where to oh. cut it. The thing is like yeah. two minutes long. But if you want to hear it, uh, I'll, I'll just play it. Just, just, yeah, I think we should. Yeah, yeah, just let me know if you want me to stop, if you have a All comment right. along the way. Words matter, and we're losing touch with this. I would reject the notion that diversity is our strength based on DEI definitions of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Merit, okay, I'm going to get away from that because if we're trying to find a unity of, of understanding, let me say this, skill and performance matter in the military if you'd like to deter conflict and win our nation's wars, period. As a commander in the military, I had a black colonel fly across the country to promote me to lieutenant colonel because I love the hell out of the guy and respect his views on the Federalist Papers, which he was teaching me after work hours, and because he was the best leader I've ever worked with. The best airman that I had working for me, incidentally, was a transgender airman. So don't bullshit me and say that you think you know what you're talking about. You've never served. You don't understand how this works. We care about performance in the military, period. You don't know what you're talking about. Most of the people in this room don't know what they're talking about. We need lethality in the military, period. All of the stuff you guys talk about, the men and women in uniform don't think about. They go play Call of Duty at night after they learn their mission and execute that mission, period. They don't know what you're talking about. They don't know what you're voting on. They don't care about your sexual preference. I, they don't care what you look like, and they don't care what the person next to them looks like, period. I'm a citizen of this country, and I can dislike you and criticize you all I want here, but our men and women in uniform cannot. And so I speak on their behalf when I say lethality matters, merit-based selection and promotions matter, and your ideology doesn't matter one bit. And we need to identify principles which will preserve our union and preserve the unity of the United States military. If we do not, we'll lose that union. Yeah. I know, Damn. I know it was probably a, a, you know, a painful decision to go public the way that he did and to lose his career, which it sounds like he loved. But based on private conversations I've had with people who are currently serving, he is speaking for a lot of people. And I know a lot of people are grateful that somebody is willing to, to, to basically torch their career in order to tell the truth about what's happening. I, mean, I don't know how many people I, I, I mean, there are a few. I don't want to give any names, obviously. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Right. But people who have dedicated their entire lives to serving in, in the United States military in one branch or another who are going to be soon eligible for retirement and based on how the last few years have gone, they're taking that opportunity. You're also losing experience and expertise and a whole crop of people who should be in place to train the next generation of our nation's soldiers. And this liberal ideology, this communist ideology is driving people away. I mean, forget about recruitment for a moment. Forget about retention for a moment. You're driving the people who've been around for a long time who could actually cultivate a new generation of skilled operators, a new generation of, of skilled soldiers, of medics, you're driving them out. And most of the time what happens, and, and this is an anecdotal thing, but 
um, what I what I keep hearing over and over again is you're having to stop everything to go to some sort of DEI training, some sort of uh, race-based sensitivity training that's invariably put on by some college professor who's never worn a uniform. And we're letting these people drive out good men and women out of the armed service. It, 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 it is... It is disgraceful, and this should not be controversial when you're no. seeing the numbers in terms of recruitment and retention. It should not be controversial to say, we need to put an end to this. So I'm grateful for him that, that, that he, he put himself out there uh, in this way. And unfortunately, it is going to take a lot of people sacrificing things they've worked for for years in order to turn this around, because otherwise we are... If a, if a big conflict happens, we're going to lose. And that doesn't just mean, like, that's not it's not a football game, right? I mean, you're talking about the status of American society, of everything that we hold dear. We're going to lose that if we allow this rot to continue within every institution in America. Not yeah, just the military. I, I, I was just going to say that. It, it, not just the military, because merit-based is a pretty good way of doing business. Yeah. It's a pretty good way to live your life. Merit-based promotion. Merit-based rising through the rank. Whatever the case is. Yeah. I mean, it's always it should always be that way. It should never be based on anything else. Yeah. I mean, it's silly. Yeah. We, we do this, and we destroy things. All right, on a lighter Golly, note. Golly, that was great, though. That was yeah. really great. I mean, uh, yeah, it really again, was. Again, uh, well, uh, his name is uh, Matt Lohmeyer. I uh, just want to put that out there if you want to look up his his uh, book or anything else that he said. He's done a lot of podcast interviews. He's a fascinating guy, um, and I'm grateful that he's out there doing what he's doing. Um, all right, let's lighten this up a little bit, okay? okay I know we don't I'm have ready. a lot of time. I just want to lighten it up a little bit. You tell me if you think this is funny. A comedy AI called Dudesy made a fake hour-long George Carlin stand-up special. Oh, my. And it sounds like him. The material sounds a lot like what George Carlin would say. Here's a snippet of it. I, I think it's talking about um, oh, uh, about reality TV okay. and, and, and the culture of reality television in America. Because Americans love reality TV, like it or not. It's the lifeblood of American culture. It's got the four basic food groups of the standard American media diet. Fighting and crying and f***ing and dying. In the last three years, the U.S. government said aliens are real. Are we alone? They told you the answer. We're not, and no one cares. Because a grainy infrared video of a UFO ain't got no fighting, no crying, no f***ing and no diet. <laughs> you know what people care about instead? Who Taylor Swift is f <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny, as creepy it, it, as it is. Yeah, it, that to me is probably the worst AI I've heard. Yeah. To me, it doesn't sound like him. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. Yeah, there you is know? something off with it. I, yeah, I, I there, get where you're there, saying. There is something off about that. Other ones we played are spot on. Yeah. That one's good, though. I mean, if, if George Carlin were alive today, that may very well have been the first three minutes of his HBO special. Yeah, his daughter, Kelly, yeah. is not happy about it, by the way. I'll bet not. Well, no, says, I wouldn't be either. Says, yeah, my dad spent a lifetime uh, perfecting his craft from his very human life, brain, and imagination. No machine will ever replace his genius. 
I agree with her. Oh, absolutely, that's true. And I do think it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know, terrible. It's just kind of creepy. I mean, if I was, yeah. if he was my dad, yeah, I'd probably be a little offended. By oh, that. stealing somebody else's work. You know, I just, yeah. I, I got a problem with that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, we got more on the way. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code REFRESH at checkout. That's harrys.com, code REFRESH. Enjoy! The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is on special assignment. They've got some audio coming up. Um, I don't, I got to parse out exactly what the problem was, but it's a couple of lawmakers at the local level in Florida uh, that started getting into a screaming match. It almost came to blows. And one guy says, you are a small little man to the other. And it looks amazing. I have to figure out what the context is though. Um, So I, I, anyway, hang tight. I'm going to get that audio here and we're going to, we're going to play it and try to break down the blow-by-blow action. Um, can't wait okay. to get to that. Uh, of course, we know uh, overnight we learned that uh, Joe Biden authorized airstrikes against the Houthis and in Yemen in retaliation for multiple attacks on shipping and military vessels, include and 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 also uh, uh, facilities elsewhere in the Middle East. Now, Jeremy Bash 
is a former chief of staff at the CIA and DOD. He was on the Today Show this morning, and uh, well, Savannah Guthrie asked him about what comes next, and this seems rather ominous. Uh, here we go. Does this not just draw the U.S. even more deeply into the conflict? It does, but I think the reality, Savannah, is we are in a proxy war with Iran already. Hamas is a proxy of Iran. As noted, they have six American hostages. They killed 50 Americans on October 7th. They attacked our ally. They've conducted 150 attacks against service members and bases in Iraq and Syria, forcing the U.S. military to respond with airstrikes. And now there have been 27 attacks against ships. And so we are in a de facto proxy war against Iran at this hour. Well, again... Buy guns and ammo, plant the crisis garden, get right with Jesus, because things are going to get really weird here coming up. Um, Absolutely agree with you, 100%. Yeah, and I, I I don't disagree with what he said. I know some people are saying, oh, he's banging the war drums. Probably is. But I also think that's a pretty fair assessment of where we are right now. Um, and I don't know the off-ramp, personally. And I, I don't think it's acceptable to just keep taking rocket attacks, but... We'll see where it goes. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. Uh, biggest story of the day, not only that, of course, that is dominating the news right now. Uh, to me, it's that the state of Texas has decided uh, we're going to section off a, a portion of the southern border, and we're not letting the feds in. No. We're going to arrest we're people done for with trespassing. This. That yeah. way we know they're in the system, and the federal government has to deal with them. Yeah. And their immigration status. So... Uh, we'll get an update on that. The the, uh, the Biden administration has already uh, made an appeal to the Supreme Court. Uh, they are saying, hey, this is outside of, of his jurisdiction because the border is the federal government's responsibility. We'll see how all this plays out as well. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. special assignment getting a tooth pulled ow you know scott we've heard a lot about the airline industry uh recently i mean when you got a door falling off of a of a boeing 737 max at sixteen thousand feet yeah people are going to talk about that yeah i so. wonder what's going on we had a lot of near misses in the last few years people are wondering what's going on now you this- know one of the great george carlin bits too we we're talking about george carlin earlier near misses shouldn't they be called near hits Fair. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because That's fair. I mean, yeah. yeah. Near misses doesn't sound so ominous as near hits. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is an interesting story out of uh, North Texas, I believe. It's the uh, Denton uh, Regional Airport. And uh, there is an air traffic controller there who is apparently well known by pilots and, and folks who train at that airport because. Uh, she is a, a, a bit of a loose cannon and very argumentative. Now, this has leaked out its audio 
of the conversation between her in the tower and a pilot trying to do what's called a short approach. And they have an argument over the definition of the term short approach and a couple of other uh, technical things. And, and again, I'm not a pilot, so I don't, I don't know who's necessarily in the right in this case. Now, a lot of people who are pilots have weighed in and said, look, you can have different definitions. Usually air traffic control will just say, hey, can you clarify what you're about to do? Right. And then the pilot says, okay, I'm going to do this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Then you're cleared or you're not. Yeah, pretty much how it goes. But this is like an edgy 1980s Saturday Night Live sketch. That's how this audio comes across to me. Uh, as you'll hear the pilot trying to explain what he's trying to do and her getting mad at him for it. If you're going to do a power off 180, that's my point. Well, okay. I will remember that from now on. No problem. Yeah, when you ask for a short approach, I expect you to turn your base to beam the numbers. All right, this will be a full stop for 6-5 Charlie, and uh, maybe we need to talk about that some more because you're the first controller in 15 years that's ever said that. Well, I'm just, you know, I, I, if you ask for a short approach, a short approach is when you turn your base and mean the numbers. If I know you're a student asking for a short approach, I know you're out there practicing and you probably will extend. But if you're doing something other than a short approach, don't ask for a short approach. Well, I will definitely look up the definition of short approach because I've never seen where it says you turn base of beam the numbers because I don't see how you could possibly do that. Well, I Googled it, actually. I Googled oh. short approach, and it said to turn your base a beam or before the numbers, and you will land probably touchdown around midfield. Okay, well, then uh, I apologize for requesting the wrong thing because uh, everywhere else, short approach means power off 180, but uh, that's definitely not what it means here. Well, so it's just kind of like, hey, guys, can you can you figure out how you're going to land? <laughs> it's back, back and forth. The thing that jumped out, though, is when she says, yeah, I Googled it, and this is what this means. Right, exactly. Okay, right? You don't, I don't want I, somebody in the tower Googling terms here. <laughs> or filibustering <laughs> terms. Right. Yeah, right. You are not clear for landing. Why? You know what you did. The whole thing is just maddening as I'm listening to this thing. Golly, I just Kathy Bates and the air traffic control there. Mr. Man, I will hobble you when you get in here. Jeez. Holy smokes, man. Yeah. We're, we're in good hands, huh? Yeah. Wow, so. golly. Yeah, it's it's it, it is funny reading some of the pilots online who have weighed in on this, and some will say, "Well, no, he was right." Some will say she was right, but everybody seems to be in agreement. Just ask for clarification. You can have that conversation on the ground. Yeah, I don't give a fat frog's fanny who's right. Yeah, I got to land a damn plane. <laughs> and, and I don't want to argue anymore. We can argue later. Right. We we can argue. I'll, we'll go to Starbucks or something, and you can yell yeah. at me about definitions here. You can exactly. even Google it in front of me. I don't care. I Googled it. I Googled it. <laughs> That's what you want to hear from every professional, right, who's in charge yeah. of life and death scenarios all the time. Your surgeon comes in and goes, well, I'm not really sure what that is, but I Googled it, and I'm, this is what I'm going to do, okay? I'm going to try yeah. to do this. It's like the pilot who lost the door the other day. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I seem to have lost a door here at 16,000 feet. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I Googled it, and they said. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy chimes in, I Googled it, and they said, uh-oh, better get Mako. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, it is. Wow. Uh, what uh, what a time to be alive, man. No kidding. Yeah. Uh okay, the state of Texas meanwhile has seized all property along the riverfront at the border in Eagle Pass or near Eagle Pass uh under the governor's emergency powers and that includes federal processing locations and equipment. They're saying the federal government's not doing its job. We're taking over here. We're going to arrest people for trespassing, and then we'll hand them over to the feds. But they, these people who are coming across need to be in the system. They can't just check a box and say, yeah, we'll see you in court in 10 years. Can't do this anymore. We have to start cracking down. Uh, now, all access to the property, according to Allie Bradley with News Nation, is limited to state authority only. Border Patrol will not be permitted, I'm sorry, will be permitted to enter the property to get their gear out, but that's it. Agents will not have access to the area unless there is a medical emergency. Uh-huh. And look, I, you know, the, the, the Biden administration is absolutely going to take Governor Greg Abbott to court. They're already appealing to the uh, Supreme Court, so we'll see what happens in this push and pull here. But somebody's got to do something. You know, and, and yeah, the governor. I, right. I mean, I think the governor is right to try anything and everything he can, not to mention, you know, there's wild weather happening all over the country. Uh, Texas is going to get uh, below freezing uh, coming up in just a couple of days. I mean, it, it's it, that that is a life and death situation for everybody involved, the feds. Uh, state authority, uh, the migrants themselves. I mean, you got to you got to figure out a way to like get people where they need to be, get them in the system, uh, and not just let them go wherever they want to go. Uh, you it, you have to do something about this. But one thing that was interesting is yesterday uh, there was a hearing in the House of Representatives about the border crisis, and this is another perfect example of how progressives live in a completely different universe than the rest of us. This is Representative Pramila Jayapal. No, boy, say no more. Who said this at a hearing yesterday. There is so much fear-mongering going on that it is difficult to know exactly where to start. But let me say this. First, the Biden administration is enforcing immigration laws. In fact, the administration has been so heavy-handed in recent months that I have serious concerns about how they are conducting border enforcement. Now the Biden administration is being too heavy-handed? Well, there would have to be border enforcement to know whether or not it's too heavy-handed. Right. What? And currently there isn't. What is heavy-handed about what's been happening at the southern border? N- well, n- nothing. Yeah, nothing. Other than they're not holding the door for some people? Right. Right. I mean, is that in violation? I. What is she talking about? She lives in a completely different universe, dude. I mean, that, I'm convinced that there's something about the progressive yeah. mind virus, the woke mind virus, whatever you want to call it, that that actually shifts your perception into a reality that doesn't exist. Because there is nobody out there saying that Biden's being heavy-handed at the border. Of course not. For crying out loud. The state of Texas is trying to stop people from coming in, and Biden's suing him over it. And, and when the state of Texas puts up the, the razor wire uh, on the border, the federal government comes in and cuts it, removes it. What's heavy-handed? 
If anything, the only way Nothing. that the, the Biden administration is only being heavy-handed against the one person who's trying to solve the problem. Or two people or whatever. Yeah, right. I mean. Well, yeah, that's true. Like when, when Doug Ducey was still the uh, yeah, governor Ducey. of Arizona, yeah. he puts up the, the, what was it, the, the shipping containers yeah, the, as yeah. a makeshift border wall. Yeah, it's, they took stop. it down. Yeah. They can't do that. Yeah, man. I, it is it is wild. It is a weird time. And and, uh, and some of truly some of the unhappiest people on the planet. Oh, they don't get joy out of anything Jay except Paul wrecking her, things. They're they're just awful. Yeah. That that yeah. that's all they do. They they just complain. They don't find find solutions. Progressivism, Marxism, however you want to describe it, Brutal. all it does is eat. It consumes. Golly. And it's never happy. I never thought I'd hear anybody say Joe Biden's being too harsh at the border. Yeah, too harsh at the border. That just doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, speaking of Texas, a Texas woman's video gain, uh, a, a video gained. Sorry, now I'm Bidening it. Let me yeah, start over here. There's a lady in Texas made a video, and it's gained a lot of traction. Uh, she created a bingo game with each tile filled with a different reaction her husband might have while watching the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the tiles are uh, like quiet clapping, a first down signal uh, saying, let's go, and covering his face. Uh, Justin Waters is the guy's name. Uh, he's just trying to watch a football game, and his wife is making fun of him. And I, I just <laughs> kind of hurts my feelings a little bit. Can't have it. Can't have uh, it. So here are some of uh, Justin's reactions to the Cowboys game. And then Mackenzie, his wife, and Justin talking about uh, making that video. Uh, here's the audio of this. Third and 14. What are we doing? I've been watching f football games with him for seven years now, and he's been reacting the same way for seven years. Mm -hmm. So I just thought it would be fun to show everybody, you know, the silly things that he does during games. We had talked about it before uh, and just how predictable I am. And so we kind of thought it'd be a funny idea if we pieced it together just to see how well she actually knew me. Oh, man. Guys, watch your wives this weekend. I know NFL football's coming, so, you know, or the playoffs are coming up, so. You know, I don't necessarily have a dog in the hunt, but my my fiance is a huge Packer fan. Yeah. And she yells at the TV. Oh, yeah? During Packer. Oh, gosh, yeah. During Packer games. Packers are, are failing or something else. It's it's fun to watch her. Well, you you got to turn the tables then. Yeah, I should. On I this should lady. Let, you need I to make a bingo with her. Game. Yeah. Yeah, that would that would kind of be funny because uh, I think that, uh, yeah, I I definitely think it would be fun fun yeah. to watch back because <laughs> she'll yell at the TV. Yeah, mm. there's there's some yelling that's going to be going on at my house <laughs> yeah. on Sunday. Yes, <laughs> probably. Yeah, 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 against the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, coming up, uh, we got a news update, and also we'll get you set up for the Friday Five. And boy, it's going to be a lot of fun. I uh, can't wait to get to that. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show.
The Mark Pizza's Leaving. here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Jackson Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck, buck here, a buck, buck there, here, buck, there, buck, everywhere, buck, buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No-fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at JacksonHewitt.com. You never know what's going to happen from one day to the next. That's why it's so important to plan ahead. Start the new year with Policy Genius. Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies. In just a few clicks, you can find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed, award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Save time and money and give your family a financial safety net with Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com The Markley Van Camp and Robin show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is on special assignment. You know, in in the world today and with the tensions Rising in the Middle East, the U.S. inching closer towards another military conflict in the uh, Middle East. Yeah. It's got to be tough being a mainstream media reporter right now. Because, you you know, a lot of these people who are reporting on the tensions in the Middle East seem to be very pro-Hamas. And anything that is supportive of what's going on in Gaza has got to be like the good guys. I've actually seen somebody say that, like, Yemen is the one country that's actually trying to respect human rights. I'm like, what universe do you live in? I They've had a brutal civil war going on for like 10 years. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that that human rights, not, not high on their list of priorities, really. And when you're talking about the Houthis, this militia, this Iran-backed militia that's been uh, sending drones buzzing by our warships, uh, that's been attacking... Uh, uh, delivery vessels in an effort to somehow punish Israel, not to mention, you know, lobbing bombs and whatnot at military installations in the Middle East. And, you know, Joe Biden launched a airstrike in Yemen against the Houthis. And so yeah. now why, I, why I'm saying it's it's got to be a tough position to be a mainstream media reporter right now is because, you know, your, li- your loyalties generally lie with the Democrats in America. But you also have some loyalties, apparently, to terrorists in the Middle East. And so you got to try to balance these two, right? Which one takes priority here? Well, in the failing New York Times, apparently they're taking the side of the 
Houthis there. It's interesting. The headline reads, U.S.-led strikes spark outrage in the Middle East. Nothing wrong there, right? That's true. Uh, criticism came from U.S. allies who warned that the attacks risked a broader regional conflict. They say that, and then you read the article. Um, one country, Oman, has has which would be considered a U.S. ally, has... Uh, not denounced it, but said, "Oh, hold on a second, we gotta, we gotta pump the brakes." And there were some protesters in Bahrain, and that's it. So I'm not really sure what 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 allies are are out there hammering the United States right now for this within wow. the Middle East. Allies, plural. I mean, yes, right, right. I mean, an ally. Yeah, yeah. They're so one. Yes. And they have every reason to. That Oman actually acts as a mediator oftentimes between the Houthis and, and the United States and the West. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're wanting to protect their relationship there for the broader, uh, uh, for the future, for any future interactions they may have. So, yeah, we got that going for us uh, in this country where, yeah, it's... It's just wild. Anyway, all right, let, let's just lighten this up here. It's time for the Friday yeah, Five. Yeah, let's do that. We got that hey, you know what? Up. Before the, before we do that, let me just say, I realize we're on video now all the time. Yeah. Streaming. And people say, I kept wondering what's so weird about this. So your microphone is in your nose, is yeah. what I'm hearing. Yeah. And and I didn't realize that, I guess. So this is the way I operate it, and i got to find a way to move it. So I'll do that. Well, we said that. We said that yesterday, and you got I know, a little bit. I, I, I know. I, pissy. Little, um, I did. I, I'll admit it. Because yeah, the microphone yeah. is like right yeah. in your face. Right. I know. I'm, I, I'm trying to talk to you. But about now I know what you guys are talking about. Proper. First, mi- I'm like, what are oh, you talking about? So somebody about? on Facebook says it. Yeah, well, it's yeah, fine. Like three or four times. Yeah. But you know, your right, colleagues, yeah. your coworkers, uh, you the people guys, you, you spend know, the most amount of time whatever. with in your life, yeah, say something, and you're like, stupid thing. Don't like that. I know. I know. I. I'll admit it. I'm a horrible person. What can I do? That's crazy. Okay. All right. All right. Friday Five coming up. Doing top five songs with Fly in the title. Because, you know, Flying has been in the news a lot this week. Yeah. Got it. If you want to get in early, the number is 1-888-485-MVCR. That's 1-888-485-MVCR. Friday Five coming up. Songs with Fly in the title. Fly. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Yeah, Markley, Van, Markley Van Camp, and Robbins idea. Show. I'm David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. J.B. Markley is out today. Thank you so much for being here. Maybe we can get into this a little bit later. Yeah. Somebody Trump. stole Mumbling Meadows from me. This is a Trump thing. I just found that out. Donald Trump was the one that said this thing out there. Donald Trump's ripping off my stuff now. Gosh dang it. Okay, I'm we'll, we'll explain that. Okay. Yeah, well, well, we, well, that's all coming up on the show. <laughs> coming up in about half we an hour. We got to do have, this. We're going to yeah. have some fun here. Yeah. Uh, it is Friday, of course. It feels great, although now I'm a little miffed. I am, too. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, it's the Friday Five. It starts off like this. Oh, 
Countdown is on. You know what this means? It's our favorite time of the week. Anybody wants to get mellow, you can get the f*** out of here, all right? The Friday Five. It will test your head and your mind and your brain. On the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. I gotta calm down. I gotta get in better headspace now. I know you do. You do, Dan. All right. It's the Friday Five. Uh, take a little break from news and just kind of let your hair down a little bit uh, and relax and have some fun with a music-based countdown. Uh, of course, this week, flying airlines, they've been in the news a lot after, you know, a door fell off <laughs> of an airplane at 60,000 yeah. feet. That's not supposed to happen. No. So we thought, why not do top five songs with fly in the title? Oh, now, how do you goodness. rank this? You go, how big or iconic was the song? Like, how was it? Was it a huge hit? Is it iconic? Uh, and then you put a score on that. And then there's a second piece of criteria, which is how well does it stand the test of time? Is it still around? Do people still know the song? And then the third is your personal like of it. And then you average out all those scores. We each do a list. And then we come up with the one through five, top five countdown. And again, today, it is songs with fly in the title. We love it when you play along. Uh, the phone number is 1-88-485-MVCR. That's 1-88-485-MVCR. We will start off with Dave in Michigan. Hey, Dave. How are you? Doing great, man. Yep. Okay. What you thinking? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't hear anything there. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Steve Miller, Fly Like an Eagle. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Just going to knock it out right here. All right. That, well, I mean. Number one. Iconic song, Test of Timer. I love this song. And he has that knack. Steve Miller had that knack to where he could write a song that transcends an era. Where yeah. that song would be popular if it came out today. It just it doesn't I sound think, dated. Yeah. He makes a lot yeah, of no, music. No, I, I, I just heard this on the radio the other day, and you're right. I mean, it just sounded, it still sounds really, really good. Yeah. And, and you know, some stuff you go, ah, boy, it's a project of its time. But yeah. a lot of his stuff, even like Take the Money and Run, and yeah. Jet Airliner and all that. I mean, the guy had a window there that was unreal. Oh, sure. Yeah. So that's a solid number one. I don't know how you could make. Any other choice other than that as as number one, at least it's a good one for me personally. Yeah. Uh, let's talk to Woody in Vancouver. Hey, Woody. Hey, guys. Love your show. I'm not sure what the exact correlation between wisdom teeth and wisdom is, but I don't think it would hurt for Jamie to donate his recently extracted teeth to our current president. <laughs> With a chain around his neck like, yeah, okay. Like rosary beads, sure. My song, Frank Sinatra, Fly Me to the Moon. Me to the moon, let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on That's Jupiter right and Mars. Yes, sir. Really like In that. other words, hold my hand. Might get hurt a little bit on test of time there. Baby Certainly a, an iconic song for oh, yeah. Frank Sinatra, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many people are cranking that one up on the radio on their way home. You know, it's it's funny work. you mention that because I think it's like 
it seems like there was a lot of people like between the ages now of like let's say 24 and 34 who like had a window of Frank Sinatra time in their life yeah I mean and, and for whatever reason the crooner thing was sort of a a hipster kind of thing for a while there yeah just not for you David uh-huh not, no, I mean, I like I, I like Sinatra enough. I, I just I don't reach for Sinatra a whole lot. That song Bobby sounds good. Bobby Darin to me. or yeah. Tony Bennett or yeah, yeah I know, I know, yeah, me I, too. It's, I mean, it's fine, it's fine. I, yeah, I don't I don't hate any of them. I'm mean, no. not my thing really. Uh, let's talk to Mary in Delaware. Hey, Mary. Or is this Homer by any chance? Hammer. Hammer. hammer oh, time. hammer. There you go, man. Yeah, yeah, it's Hammer and he's pure. Um, first of all, you guys do a great job. I listen to most to all your shows. Sorry, Jamie's not there today. Um, but uh, my pick would be uh, Slaughter, Fly to the Angels. Oh, yeah, uh, man. Yeah, play uh, that you, one. You got to have that one. Yep. Get those lighters out. I mean, you know this would have been Jamie's number one. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Big fan of Slaughter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Huge fan. Yes. Loves this song. Yeah. Uh, all right, it's the Friday Five. Just to reset here, Friday Five, we're looking for top five songs with Fly in the title. We've knocked out number one, Steve Miller Band, Fly Like an Eagle. We're still looking for numbers two through five wow. uh, right now. The phone number is one eight 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 four eight five mvcr Now let's talk to Mary in Delaware. Hey, Mary. Hey, guys. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Mary. What you got? Well, let me just tell you, to back up a second, last Friday we heard Mark Tremonti of Creed Alderbridge do Sinatra, and he did sing Fly Me to the Moon. Awesome. I bet that was good. It was pretty cool. It was really good. But anyway, I'm going to go with today, I'm going to go with uh, Learn to Fly by the Foo Fighters. I love this song. I was kind of surprised you didn't didn't wave the Foo Fighters flag. I almost did, and I guess I didn't know how big of a hit it was. It's a pretty big song for them. You know, uh, and Test of Time. I wasn't sure about that one either. So, Yeah, that's... Because I don't hear it a lot, but again, I may not be listening to the right things. I don't know. Well, I think it's it's kind of still stuck in that middle ground to where it's not necessarily going to get played on active rock. It's, you know, I don't know how many alternative rock stations there are still out there. And it's not old enough to be classic rock yet. Not quite. Almost there. Like yeah. a couple of years from now, yeah, it'll be on classic rock probably. But I dig this tune. I always, I always did like yeah. that song. All uh, right, let's talk to Uncle Schultze. Hey, Uncle Schultze. Yeah, I'd, it, not to correct Mary from Delaware, mm-hmm. but I was going to go with Pink Floyd's "Learn Learning to Fly" as opposed to Foo Fighters "Learn to Fly." Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we can do that. You can definitely do that. Not my favorite era of Floyd. I like that song. Yeah, you would. Of course I would, because it's poppier, right? (laughs) Right, yeah, exactly. It it fits in a little bit more with your lifestyle. I know it. Okay. It it works really well with essential oils and whatnot. Okay, enough. All right, let's talk to uh, Brian. Hey, Brian. (laughs) 
Hey, Aloha Friday, gentlemen. Hey, Aloha Friday. What you got? Well, you know, I'm still trying to figure out if the the midgets versus giants thing is still a thing right now, or <laughs> they're just trying to figure out if Cory Booker actually knows Spanish on any given day. So, with that being said, um, I'm thinking Tom Petty and company with learning to fly uh, after a long night of a Hunter Biden bender. <laughs> there you go. Man. Number four. I'm learning to fly. That one got in on the strength of, of your I, I don't know why. I, I didn't have it in my five. It's, it's, it's fine as a Tom yeah. Petty song. It's definitely not in my top five Tom Petty songs. But, I mean, I, you can make the argument. It was just the personal like that made it get edged out a little bit for yeah, me he's, personally. Uh, he's one of my personal favorites. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got to go with TP whenever possible. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's an iconic song. I mean, that is a test of time. What is that, like a 9 or a 10? Oh, yeah. Out of 10. Yeah. So yeah. I don't have a problem with it being in the in, in the vibe at all. I wonder what it would have been like if Jamie had voted. He did not because he was on drugs. <laughs> so <laughs> well, Literally. Yeah, he's getting his wisdom tooth Yeah, wisdom teeth. So, out, yeah, yeah that not, he's, he's not going Hunter Biden on us right he's now. He's all okay? doped up. All right, we need to reset. It's the Friday Five. Top five songs with Fly in the title. We've got number one, Steve Miller Band, Fly Like an Eagle. And number four now, Learning to Fly, Tom Petty. Still looking for numbers two, three, and five. If you want to get in, there's still time. The number is 1-888-485-MVCR. We'll wrap up the Friday Five next. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. With a buck, buck here, a buck, buck there, here, a buck, there, a buck, everywhere, buck, buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No-fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offer to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Hey guys, this is Dr. Williams, radio show host and chief scientific officer at Invite Health, and I hear from men every day about their struggles with erectile dysfunction and prostate issues from bad sleep, no energy, problems performing in the bedroom. With 25 years of satisfied customers, we know that our powerful blend of clinically studied nutrients and prostate HX can help. Order your bottle of prostate HX today and get 50% off. Order two bottles and receive a free bottle of our testosterone-enhancing formula, Masculine HX. Call 800 800- 671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. If you want better sleep, more energy, and of course, stamina, call us now for Prostate HX. And don't forget to get your free bottle of our testosterone-boosting masculine HX. Call 800-671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. Or go to ProstateHX.com. That's ProstateHX.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration.
Markley, Van Camp, and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is on special assignment today. He'll be back on Monday. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we got to wrap up the Friday Five here. It's the countdown we do every week, usually doing with a holiday, dealing with a holiday, or something that's been in the news. Planes have been in the news because, well, a door fell off of a plane, and people are still trying to figure out how that door fell <laughs> off that plane. Jeez. It seems like you need to press the gas here to get, yeah, get, figure yeah, out how that door yeah. fell off that plane. I would think so, yeah. Yeah, uh, but we decided, hey, let's do top five songs with Fly in the title. And so far, um, kind of surprised, we've only gotten two out of the top five. Yeah. Uh, number one was Steve Miller Band, Fly Like an Eagle. Uh, and number four was Tom Petty, Learning to Fly. Still looking for numbers two, three, and five. Uh, and the number is one eight 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 four eight five mvcr There's still time to call in if you want to play along. Uh, let's get this kicked off with Greg in Portland. Hey, Greg. Hello, gentlemen. Hey, Greg. Hey, you know, I wish uh, Todd Whalen was on that airplane and got sucked out of it like the door. <laughs> yeah. And uh, congratu- congratulations on your uh, fiancé ship, Scott. Oh, yeah, thanks for that. I appreciate it. Well, I'm going to go with uh, Give It To Me, Baby. There you go, There you go, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a time and place song, wasn't it? That song sure was. It was fun, though, man. That was a fun tune. Just a very random song. I love the Weird Al version of it, which is pretty fly for a rabbi. (laughs) That was was pretty good. All right. uh, Let's talk to Eric, also calling in from Portland. Hey, Eric. Yeah, this is Eric. Hey, Eric. Go ahead, man. What you got? Uh, Lenny Kravitz, Fly Away. That was a huge song. I just missed my five. I I remember waking up in the morning, I had 94.5, The Buzz, Houston's Real Alternative Rock. I had that on as my alarm growing up, and man, that thing was on every single morning. I mean, you couldn't yeah. get away from that song, it seemed like, at least for the radio it, I was listening Interesting, to. it was deemed alternative. Yeah. Well, I mean, songs, you know? he had I quite mean, a run there. Yeah, he did. Well, he did. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, all right, we're looking for songs with Fly in the title. Let's talk to uh, D. Wade calling in from California. Hello? Hey. Hey, hey man. Uh, I was on hold. Uh, yeah, yeah you're on the show now. You're on. What you got? Oh, uh, uh, it's in the uh, title, so I think it does count. Um, Flying High Again by Ozzy Osbourne. There you go. Now, Jamie Markley may be unconscious right now because he's getting the, the wisdom tooth pulled out. And I think he's probably screaming in his sleep, though, because he just realized that that was not in the top five. Top five, right. I don't think either of us are big Ozzy fans. Mm-hmm. Not really. Not. I, uh, I like him. Okay. Yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. But, eh, yeah. Eh, 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 eh. I'm not a fan of that song. No. But, uh, but yeah. I mean, honorable mention for sure. And if you wanted to make the case that it could be in the top five, I would. I would understand it. I mean, that's yeah, an me iconic too. song. Tested timer. Pretty good. 
it just personal light didn't really make it there. Um, and we got a couple of light rock, you know, weenies on this show today. You know, we don't have the rock cred without Jamie here. Absolutely not. Uh, let's talk to Dave in Michigan. Hey, Dave. Hey. Well, I got the number one. Hopefully I can get another one here. All right. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with REO. Time for me to fly. Heck yeah. Right. Number five. Time for me to fly. I mean that's a that's a test of timer. That's a pretty iconic song. It's like very it. midwestern. Very midwestern. Yeah, but it is a great song. Yeah, it's pretty good. I wouldn't go <laughs> no. great. No, it's good. I don't want to be. See, now I'm being negative. Yeah. Ned over here. Yeah, I don't mean to be David Downer. I'm just easy on the REO man. I know. I'm just mm. no. I like the song. I do. I, it was in my five. It was my number five. Um, yeah, me too. Just because I mean that song is still getting played somewhere on the radio today. Uh, let's talk to Victor. Hey, Victor. Hey, guys. How are you? Long-time listener. Thanks, Victor. What you got? How about Gonna Fly Now by Bill Conti? Rocky you... theme. Oh, the Rocky theme. 19... Yeah, number three. Six. Did you play this in band, David? Of course. I think it's required by law that every think... every marching band in America plays this song. Yeah, you got to know it. Yeah, you ha- That and Hawaii Five O. Yes. Like, those are the two that you have to, if you are in a band at a football game, you have to play those those songs. Now it's Icky Thump, too, from the White Stripes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's not necessarily getting played on the radio all the time, but people know that song. Yeah. So that's I gave it a pretty good test of time score. I gave it a nine, mm-hmm. mainly for the marching band factor. <laughs> right. Um, there. But, yeah, I mean, so there you go. We got our five there, right? Uh, yep. Uh, Steve Miller Band, Fly Like an Eagle at number one. Number two was Sugar Ray. We didn't get number two, and I just spoiled it, but nobody's calling for it. So we'll go ahead and just uh, knock that one out. Two. There we go. That one, I, I, I might have juiced the numbers just a little bit. I was in my five. I think. Yeah. All right. This is Mark the Mark Lee, Lee Van Camp and Robin one. show. Go ahead. Oh, Mark Lee would have had that at number one. Yeah, he probably would have. He loves Sugar Ray. Yeah, it wound which is up so get, weird. Yeah, it wound up getting number two on the basically by uh, basically because nothing else really uh, we didn't agree enough on our lists. Mm-hmm. So it kind of snuck in there at number two. Solid number two, I guess. I mean, it was a big song. I don't know what the test of time is. I like it enough. No, I like it fine. So, yeah, number one, Steve Miller Band. Uh, number two, Sugar Ray Fly. Number three, Bill Conti. Uh, gonna fly now. Number four, Tom Petty, learning to fly. Number five, Ario Speedwagon, time for me to fly. Thank you so much for playing along with the Friday Five. It's always so much fun when you do that. Uh, we got the big trifecta with Scott Robbins coming up next. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. I'm David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is out today. And we teased this about 30 minutes ago or so. 
that somebody has ripped off a bit that I did uh, a couple years ago, and I'm very disappointed, and I'm, I'm, I'm a little upset, honestly. Well, you know, and, and again, I will just say the David Van Camp original, much better than the sequel. We'll, we'll see. Was, it wasn't produced by Van Camp either. No, it wasn't. They could have called me. I would have helped them with it gladly. But, you know, Absolutely. They, instead they just stole from me. I'm this is Trump, the, Trump tweeted it out. So yeah, he's hold him accountable. For I, that one. Yeah. <laughs> he just lost my vote. That's right. <laughs> um, all right. So we got a news update here. Uh Governor Greg Abbott uh, in Texas has cordoned off an area of the border near the riverfront, which has been like a, a, a major crossing point and processing area for illegal immigrants coming across. And he has said, look, I'm, we're going to have state officials handle this uh, because the federal government is stretched too thin. They can't do it on their own, and there's no no will from leadership at the top to actually get anything done. So we're going to focus on this. Border Patrol, you're not allowed there. Um, And the Border Patrol Union has now come out with a statement praising Greg Abbott, saying this this actually takes a ton of pressure off of us so we can go to other trouble spots and do our jobs there. Uh, The phrase that pays is he called it a force multiplier. That's how you should look at this. It's not... It's not, you know, icing us out. It's not uh, telling us we can't do our jobs. It's saying, okay, we're going to take over this trouble spot since we can dedicate resources there within, theoretically at least, our legal jurisdiction. And so uh, so now the Border Patrol can go and uh, check other parts of the river and dedicate personnel to those things instead of being taxi drivers for illegal immigrants. So the Biden administration, of course, is saying, wait, somebody's trying to do something to stop the problem at the border? We can't have that. They're already uh, getting the lawyers on the line and and uh, seeking a challenge to this because, you know, of course, actually protecting the border will not stand in Biden's America. No. But I, I thought it was no, interesting. No, it won't. Yeah. I mean, and again, the Border Patrol Union has not been shy about criticizing the president's policies. I mean, they... And and you understand it. If you're representing the people who put on the uniform every single day and you realize that your people are getting screwed over by the federal government, then you got to fight for them. That's your job. And true. It doesn't matter what job you have. I mean, all jobs, all we all a lot of people ask for, most people anyway, are the resources to be able to do their job well. Yeah, that's all they ask for. And the support. Let me let me do my job. Give me the support and the resources so I can do this. Right. And when you don't, then you have disgruntled employees who aren't don't aren't happy with where, what they do and where they are. On top of the fact that you've got a federal government who doesn't give a damn what happens, right? They don't care. So yeah, Greg Abbott took the necessary steps. I applaud him for doing it. Now he's going to get hammered with lawsuits. He may lose ultimately. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I- who knows uh, where this winds up going? Yeah, you it, never know. If nothing else, what it what it does do is uh, draw a bright red circle around the problem yes. yet again, which uh, he has been uh, excellent at doing from the busing program and everything else on. Yeah. So hopefully more people start paying attention to this and and really realize that the federal government is doing everything it can to prevent border security. Absolutely. That's that's got to be the message that gets hammered home. All right, are you ready for your uh, your big yep. trifecta, Scott? All right, rock and roll. Starts man. off like this. 
Are you ready? One, One two, three. Look at my It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. All right, it's the big trifecta. With Scott Robbins, top three stories of the day, according to Scott Robbins. It's his uh-huh. bit, so you can't yeah. argue against it. No. Uh, you want to talk about something going on in Michigan schools? Uh, well, you know, this is not the behavior of people who are on the right side of history. Uh, but that's how these lawsuits are. And they're rolling in now, uh, a lot of them anyway. And maybe the message is really starting to work now. But uh, a Michigan couple is suing their daughter's former school district after they claim to have found the Southern Division, name of the school, after they discovered district employees there began treating the couple's middle-aged, middle school daughter, rather, as a boy, actually taking steps to conceal these actions from them, the parents. That's the alleged in the lawsuit. The Meads allege, that's the name of the couple, the Mead family, allege employees in the district altered their daughter's official records to remove references to the district's actions before sending the records home, which was only discovered after an employee unintentionally failed to completely alter a report that was, in fact, sent home to the parents, and they were shared with them. In other words, they were treating her like a boy in class, calling her by a boy's name, not saying anything to the parents about what was currently going on, and the child is autistic. That's evil, man. Gosh dang! No, that's evil. That is the vouchers for everyone, man. Right. I'm done with this crap. I, I seriously am done with it. Done. Yeah. And, and you know, to me, the, the obviously it's frustrating because it's hurting the kids in yes. the end. I mean, and, and the parents. I mean, you, you have no right to drive that kind of wedge between a parent and their child, especially if the child has special needs. Right. Uh, you got You got to tell people what's going on. Um, in some cases, and there's a mother in California that made this point uh, a year or so ago, that the school district there, by hiding this gender transition or whatever, uh, totally stripped away the mom's choice to be supportive of of her daughter. It, it, it was like you didn't you didn't give me a chance to even be supportive, and th- when I found out. My daughter, who had transitioned to be her son, uh, was immediately suspicious of her own mother right? because of what the school district said. And you don't have a right to do that as a school district, as any government entity. No, you don't. Anything. You don't have a right to do that. The mother said, I thought they were in our daughter's corner. I was shocked. I was hurt. They hurt our family. And this hurt our child. Mm -hmm. No school should hide vital information from parents. No. We're suing. Yeah, good. I, I I hope they're successful. This crap has Me to too. stop. It's got to stop. All right. Uh, it is uh, the trifecta. Scott's top three stories of the day. Usually Casey Gazem's along, but I think he's uh, he's the designated driver for Jamie Markley as he has his uh, he wisdom tooth today. pulled. Yeah. yeah. Right, he did. Uh, number two, Trump won the Iowa ratings, you're telling me. Yeah. Uh, here's the deal. According to Nielsen, 4.3 million viewers tuned into the Wednesday night event with Donald Trump. 2.6 million watched DeSantis and Haley, the closest challengers to Donald Trump. Not a good sign for the challengers on this one. Now, some people are saying, well, it might have to do with the fact that one was on Fox and one was on CNN. And that might be a valid point to a certain extent. Yeah, that's true. 
But it's double the number. Holy smokes. So more people are interested in what Donald Trump had to say than were Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis. Yeah. Well, you know, with, with that, there's always, yeah, the entertainment factor. And also, well, yeah. I, I think it's probably true. I, Dude, we do this every single day, and I forgot that there was a debate on CNN. I totally forgot. I I didn't, and I bounced a little bit. Yeah. But I was I – was, but listen, man, you, you hit it on the head when you said entertainment value, because entertainment yeah. value – was certainly going to be with Trump. Oh, sure. It's All right, going to be the, far more entertaining. It's yes. the trifecta top three stories of the day, according to Scott Robbins, and we're uh, down to number one now. And I am sick and tired of my friend David Van Camp being ripped off by Donald J. Trump. Somebody, I'm going to sue him. All right? Yes. Somebody stole my bit. Somebody stole your bit. Do you want to play their version and then your version? Well, we'll play their version first. So the bit, and and been doing this for a couple of years now. Well, I don't know what, almost four years now. Yeah. Um, uh, where it, it's a commercial for an old folks' home called Mumbling Meadows. Right. And Mumbling Meadows is is where Joe Biden could live. Uh, it's 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 active adult senior living, um, but they also do have. Uh, specialized care. There are activities there uh, that you can do, and apparently now somebody has said, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and rip off that idea." They didn't call it Mumbling Meadows, though, right? They just sort of it was more no, generic no. than that. No, no, they did not call it that. But it is it is mocking up your idea, which was stolen and kind of a sideways attempt at it. But this is what the and Trump tweeted this out. So here we go. I think. At White House Senior Living, our residents feel right at home. Our vibrant facility offers delightful activities and outings, round-the-clock professional care, and exquisite house-made meals. Well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me, but I've been eating all, all Italian food, basically. And ice cream. And ice cream, chocolate chip ice cream. White House Senior Living, where residents feel like presidents okay david all right yeah it's okay all right look i mean if you found it funny i'm not offended by that i'm more just offended no. that nobody called me to to help nobody on the trump campaign was like hey we heard that idea can we use your stuff i would have been like yeah sure mr president you can do that it's not even close to mumbling meadows it's not even in the same ball did a bunch of them i have like four of the ones that i did uh, if you want to, I don't know how many you want to listen to. I don't know how much time uh, you want to I think we got time for a couple anyway. All right. We? Well, here's the, I think this is the first one okay. that was done. You feel fit enough to be president. Yeah, I'm not out of time and I'm going to talk. But maybe you've noticed you need a little bit of help doing things that used to be easy. Anything from oil to parts that they can deal with. Uh, maybe it's time to consider mumbling meadows. Why, why they do that? Enjoy our state-of-the-art exercise facilities. How many push-ups you want to do here, pal? And treat yourself to our full-service day spa. I got hairy legs. You maintain your freedom, but our friendly staff is just a phone call away. I called to make sure that I was prepared to, I was, I never say my my private conversation. So when you're ready to cut out the malarkey and let your golden years shine, give Mumbling Meadows a call. Go to Joe 30330. Mumbling Meadows, a community fit for a president. So that, see, again, brilliant. Yeah, well. Much better than the 32nd White House clip. Can play another one if you want it. I, I, of course I do. The videos, by the way, are up on the Facebook page, I think. 
Well, they were. I don't know if they're yeah. still there or not. So if it's you been want a to long watch. Time. So, yeah. yeah. We should probably put those on our other social sites yeah. today, too. All right. You're an active senior, and you still have a lot to offer the world. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. But maybe you need a little bit of assistance. Sometimes I wake up and I think it's 1920. Maybe it's time to consider Mumbling Meadows. I, that's what I think my plan, I know what my plan does. At Mumbling Meadows, we believe in the three R's. Recreation, relaxation, and respect. You're a lion dog-faced pony soldier. No, for real. For recreation, enjoy water aerobics in our indoor aquatic center. Kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. Go relax in our community entertainment room. Play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on. And our professional staff members always give you the respect you deserve. Corn Pop was a bad dude. Well, he doesn't work here, but we're happy to help with any questions you may have. How can a person... Dignity be maintained by calling Mumbling Meadows a community fit for a president. There you go. Yeah, there's there's a few more. Fantastic. Yeah, a few more on the Facebook page. And yeah, we'll, we'll we need to, to. Yeah, we need to get those on the social sites mm-hmm. for this weekend, yeah. so you can play them with for your friends too. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, all right. I'm, uh, just you, saying, you, they you're, you're the king, man. You're the king. They could have right? called me. I know they should. I would have helped you. them tighten it up a little bit. Maybe add a few more Joe Biden clips. You know, yes, just saying. Anyway, all right. Thank you. Good trifecta, Scott. We got a news update, and Nimrod's in the news coming up next. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. They say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And HelloFresh couldn't agree more. That's why they're giving away one free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery for life. That means while you're a HelloFresh subscriber, not only will you enjoy tasty recipes delivered to your door, you'll also enjoy breakfast for free. Because HelloFresh knows that you're not just hungry at dinner time. In fact, they're here to meet your every mealtime need. With a delicious array of quick lunches, sides, snacks, apps, and desserts that you can easily add to every order. HelloFresh also helps helps you cut back on extra trips to the grocery store, making sticking to a routine easier than ever. This year, make eating better and saving money a priority. Join today and get free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Jackson Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck, buck here, buck, buck there, here, buck, there, buck, everywhere, buck, buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No-fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com.
The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is on special assignment. We got Nimrods in the news coming up, and I'm telling you, it's going to be a doozy. But first, oh, yeah. uh, I just got an email. Got to tell you something. Uh, you've heard us talking about prize picks. It's the easiest way to do daily fantasy sports. You're not going up against a bunch of other players. No pros, no sharks, nothing. You're just you're you're making picks based on the stats. You see stat product, uh, projections for a player, and you say more or less. And the email I just got, is, well, it's titled Flex on them, and it is a, what's the offer here? You win your first flex or get your cash back. Yeah, uh, and now's the perfect time to make your pro picks debut. They do have the famous Flex Friday promotion going on right now. Here's how you play it. You make your first deposit and earn a new member bonus. So here's the deal on that. Just visit the Promos tab and opt in to create your Flex Friday protected play. So what does that mean, David? Well, you pick three to six player squares and create a Flex Play. Tap the check uh, the checkbox next to Flex Play. Get your entry in by 11.59 p.m. Eastern tonight. 11.59 p.m. Eastern tonight. And again, if your entry wins, you get paid in credit. If it doesn't, you get a promo fund uh, back to the promo limit. So yeah, so it's really, yeah, yeah. I mean, you throw, you, you don't have, and this is one of those things too. Where you're not betting against or playing against yeah. any of the crazy sharks that are out there. So okay? yeah, uh, get started right now. Go to PrizePicks.com/slash/mvcr. Use the code MVCR for a first deposit match of up to a hundred dollars. Uh, that's PrizePicks.com/slash/mvcr. Use code MVCR. All right, let's get to Nimrods in the news here. Yeah. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrods in the News on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. I love the poorly educated. I love this story. It's instant justice right here. So four people robbed a Bloomingdale's in Washington, D.C. last Friday. They got away with about $4,500 in designer handbags. Then they hopped in an SUV, sped off. Well... The problem was here, uh, they were making their getaway on a D.C. interstate at 5 o'clock on a Friday. Oh, well, not good Rush plan. hour traffic was rather heavy, and the police were able to sort of weave their way through uh, the vehicles to catch up with the crew. They pulled their vehicle over, got all four thieves. The thieves were probably happy to at least be moving finally. I don't know if you've ever been stuck in D.C. traffic. It, it can be a nightmare, especially no. because all the swamp creatures are trying to get out to the suburbs. It can be. Right. It can be. It can be tough. All four were caught, charged with grand larceny, conspiracy to commit larceny, and larceny with intent to sell. So there's your Nimrods in the news. All four of them locked uh, up. I'm sure they're already out. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah by now, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, at least for a little while, the retribution was sweet. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show.